I really like when it's stew in the shipping container. Like, there's something just about, like, I wish they had their own, you know, even if they just did their podcast weekly, you know, not to wait for Dane to actually leave, but. Um, I'm starting my video just so we can now at least set the podcast of, you're not playing the same game as we are. So look into my eyes. Look into my eyes. Screw you. <laughs> because the game we were playing, and welcome to Post Post Game. This is not how I intended this to start, but let's do it. And we can then uh, float on the lazy river, as Beep likes to quote, from here. What we were doing is having a pre-podcast <laughs> meeting, which is not common. So do not think that we plan anything. And this is not a show thing. We absolutely do not. And we were talking about Dan is back. Dan was back. And so I was like, how obnoxious is it that fans, whether they have a podcast about the show or they post on Reddit, spend all this time loving the show and joining it and then have this incredible hot take of the Dan Levitard show without Dan Levitard is not the same. No shit. Like, literally no shit. And if you're offended by it, like, get over it. You might as well sit back and say things like, I don't know, Beep, what's the take on Stu? Uh, Stu is lazy and he's a liar. All right, hot Pam, take right there. There you go. Hot take. Wow. Stu's a liar. Show's not the same without Dan. Pam, anything on Mike Ryan or anybody else in the. Um, Billy rambles and he's neurotic. I don't there know if people notice that. Yeah. People hate the fact that Billy rambles and talks too much. And to me, it's like, oh, yeah, just tell me Mike Ryan's an asshole for not wanting to meet you. And so you'll notice there's four of us on this podcast. Capo is here. He's not going to get to talk right now because we were doing this. Let's think of. Obvious complaints that are ignorant, they're dumb, they're spoiled brats of fans of the show. And then and then we have Capo here who's like, you know what? I really love when Stu and the crew are without Dan, and I wish they'd do like an hour a week. And so, Capo, look into my eyes. No, look into my eyes. That's a different game. Screw you. Okay? Yeah, yeah. Screw you. Screw off. Screw you. Yeah. Kepo, screw, were you oh, actually, paying? you know, screw off is a different game. Sorry, sorry. You know, you were screw saying. off. Cat, uh, beep. Look into my eyes. <laughs> screw you. Screw that is off. A different game. <laughs> Kepo, were you Kick even rocks. listening to what we were saying? Because I'm genuinely curious if you understood what we were doing with coming up with bits, and then you decided to come in. Did you think we were actually hating the show, and you felt the need in case we were being recorded to defend something you love about the show? Yeah, I thought we were actually um, started already, and I was just uh, thrown out there for a conversation piece as okay. uh, Brown scored a touchdown. All right. Uh, uh, I think the pop fly to left field was probably the better thing to cut your sentence off with there as you were apologizing. But don't worry. We'll teach you how to do this. Um, <laughs> again, welcome back to Post Post Game. And this was not how we intended to be, but you know what? This is the way we're going to do things around here. We don't need, unless we actually have Mike Ryan fan account, we don't need that intro. So with us tonight, we have the wonderful P. Lace, Halloween Basic. We got the one and only Beep Count, who, let me tease right now, he's not familiar with football. I don't want to go into the detail he's not because I want him to explain that when we get to the bit. Beep is going to know probably almost nothing about obvious football questions from the weekend that we are going to ask him. And that's going to be at the end of this. So please stay tuned to that. And I'm promising you this is not a bit or a joke. This is legitimately, I was shocked when he told me that he hasn't watched football in this many years, uh, but he's watched baseball, which is probably why. Uh, one baseball game has probably taken three years, so he hasn't had time for a football game. You mother. <laughs> you mother. And then we have Cap. 
our lovely, lovely Cap. And Cap, we're going to start with you because you clearly wanted to shine based on not paying attention. And Cap tonight, dedication. Because if you know anybody from Baltimore, and you can tell he's – this is probably why, actually, he was ignoring us. Uh, Baltimore is playing tonight. Their quarterback – uh, actually used to be a wide receiver, converted to quarterback. Lamar Jackson is playing tonight, and Baltimore takes their football very, very seriously. So Cap has his jersey on. He's watching the game. He's ignoring us. I have it on mute. Standing up time. All right. And so like any other Baltimore fan, Capo is standing up with a cigarette in his hand, watching the Ravens play. I'm pretty sure it's not a cigarette, if we're being honest here. But anyways, he's watching them play. So he had a topic which was brought up in the show, I believe late last week, which was tattoos. And I think we all have, like, if you have one tattoo, you have a story about tattoos. So Kappa, what is it, what is it that you wanted to discuss? I think Whitty had said uh, something about getting them removed when you're 80. My, uh, my uncle, who went to jail for like 40 years, uh, he was 80 in like early 2000s and he wished he had them removed um so they kind of hit home and i mean he but he had born born loser on his knuckles he had a uh a picture of people um fornicating on his back mostly jailhouse tattoos um and he uh he like he even had one across his stomach where when he had uh, issues when he was, you know, when he was dying, um, he had surgery and the uh, stomach cut open and it healed and it, the tattoo went right back to place. And uh, okay, just... I, I, I'm sorry, I, I, I meant I didn't mean to cut you off there, but I have to. There's two things one is, I guess, in the side that I thought was gonna be a whole other funny topic, which is that me and Beep. We're both trying to do the math of born loser on our knuckles because we realized that the words didn't have the same amount of letters. And then we realized your did your uncle and I uh rest in peace, maybe not rest in peace. I don't know if I killed your uncle, I'll pay the fifty dollars. But born loser, we have B-O-R-N, which is your knuckles, uh, if you know, famously on any normal tattoo. Did your uncle like he wanted so bad for it to be born loser? Did he put an L on his thumb? And if he did, how did he take that photo? to make sure that the L was there. Because the only reason you get a tattoo like that is so you can do the two-fist photo. Well, How would he before, do it? It was before... Um, Dictionaries? Cameras? And um, he got out in the 80s. Like, he was in, like, jail from, like, 50-something to 80-something. And... Uh, okay. So, you know, when he... Later in life, like... You know, my mother was taking care of him. And, uh, but no, I think he, um, I think it was actually on his hands. I don't remember exactly. I just remember we were, I was asking about it the other night. I thought it'd be funny if I could call my mother and ask her what position they were actually on his back. Um, but she's a Christian and she told me no. <laughs> Fair enough. She told me no. He, so he served during the bows. We got that. I had her tell me what it was on her back in front of my 90-year-old grandmother, which it was her brother. Yeah. Are you frozen again, or are we just doing the awkward silence thing? So now we have my second question. My second question is, did you say that your uncle was having surgery 
and his tattoo healed and i understand like if you're sewed back up it becomes the tattoo like walk me through what you were trying to explain because the way you made it seem is this they cut him open and like this tattoo was so dedicated to being a tattoo that it was like no fuck this surgery and the tattoo closed its own stomach like the golden gates is closing in it's like it's as if jeff was trying to get into heaven and the golden gates are just closing slowly like no this is <laughs> oh boy that's going to be a good picture that pal's going to use a lot how long until phlegm puts his fist through the monitor i'm fucking livid right now <laughs> <laughs> i i you you're witnessing like my you're, I, I don't even know when y'all can see me if I'm frozen, and and here's what's happening. And you can leave this part in because it's probably funny. I like you're seeing my anger issues. It, there are things that happen that are way outside of my control that will make me livid, and this is one of them. And so I apologize. Um, did I ruin that entire fucking segment? No, I, you kind of saved me because my stories don't have no points. All right, thank you, Capo. That there we go. There's the segment we needed. Tattoos and honestly, Capo, what a weird way to introduce a tattoo subject. I, I don't mean to be rude or like disingenuine to Uncle Bo, uh, but it's just wasn't a good story for us to feed off of. So let's do tattoo stories. B, do you have tattoos? Yeah, I've, I've got uh, I've got two tattoos um, on the back of my calves um, in the classic early two thousand style. They're in Japanese, um, okay. however. Um, I actually did the research on them. Uh, I went out, I bought three books on um, katakana and hiragana and, and kanji. And I actually researched the words. I researched the language and I designed these two tattoos and they say wrath and vengeance in kanji. Um, I watched Pulp Fiction a lot in like the late nineties, early two thousands. And when Samuel Jackson's about to kill somebody, he says his speech from Ezekiel twenty five seventeen, and I thought that the two most powerful words in that were wrath and vengeance. So, what better way to, you know, memorialize uh, Samuel Jackson's speech than to put wrath and vengeance on my legs in Japanese? But I did not go to a tattoo parlor for these. Um, I uh, I was a bartender, and one of my regulars was a tattoo artist in prison and he had his own tattoo gun that he made in Ooh, prison. Rubber band? Uh, it was an old uh, cassette can I, tape. Can I guess? Oh, okay. Go ahead. Go for yeah. it. Go for no, it. no, go, go ahead and guess. All right. So I was thinking something like the, well, when you say cassette tape, I, I mentioned just a little plastic thing for the, the little gears, but you have usually like a remote control car or something that's automated that will then turn the thing that goes around with a rubber band needle attached and it's very slow and it's it's almost like you're doing old school asian style but it's basically like some sort of remote controlled car some sort of small toy device that will then turn the thing that is trying to make the needle go up and down with a rubber band of different sizes depending on how you want to go but go ahead yeah so this this was uh an old walkman and that was the motor that actually drove it and the needle was guitar string and he did this in my mother's kitchen at the dining room table for two 30 packs of natural light. 
do people that live on the east side of west texas know what a 30 pack is i don't think so like i, I don't think so either that's yeah a 30 pack only exists in like in the Mexico. southernest and southernest <laughs> west and like el paso and there's, there's smaller towns in west texas that i'm sure i've been to the album odessa yeah, lufkin odessa. yeah yeah if you've ever been inside of a, a trailer home where there's somebody doing math and you just want to drink a beer that's where they serve 30 packs uh but okay so this is happening in your mission <laughs> yeah right right in the mission um and i think back then you know 230 racks of natty light was 16.99 maybe so the two tattoos that, that are still there still have great color um great definition still um ended up costing about 35 bucks how about that dangerous game though right extremely dangerous yeah now now looking back on it um i mean i i did however open up the guitar strings right there so i know that they were Sterile, well, just the like... strings aren't the clean part. It's the needle. It, I'm never worried if the strings of a tattoo can were clean. It's the needle. Well, no, that, that more... was the needle. That he used oh, okay, the actual string. Saying, like, oh, the actual string yeah. was like tied to. Okay, that makes sense. So he was dipping it into. I guess that makes sense. The strings that. Okay. Yeah. So the guitar string, like the Got end it. of the guitar string, that's yeah. it's extremely sharp. Yeah. And uh, how about that? Uh, can we get can we get an image of this? Uh, just one. And while you do this, I want to explain. And two, one upset that I have. Uh, beep for y'all that don't know is I'd say like the most like uh, meticulous. What's the word I'm looking for here? I'm so bad at the English language. Meticulous is right. Okay. Yeah, that's. He's very like particular with things. Very attention. Particular. Yeah. yeah. I I am. Yeah. It, meticulous was a, a meticulous. Yeah, whatever. It doesn't matter. It took him three books to get two tattoos. Like to me, that's the funniest part here. He had to read, like, that's how sure he had to be that these things were the same. Is He read three books to make sure he got two words right. And kudos to you for that. So uh, while you work on that, let's see if we can get a photo. Pam, are you a tattoo? I feel like you like have a tattoo, but maybe not a lot. So are you a tattoo person? Do you have one? I am a tattoo person. I have two tattoos, um, both drawn by Bart Lace. Uh, you'll hate this one, Flem, but on the back of my left shoulder, I have a baseball with a princess crown on it because I love baseball and I used to think I was a princess. Princess and Fielder? What? Princess Fielder? Exactly. <laughs> and then on, <laughs> let me see. Oh, there we go. I have a cherry blossom on the inside of my right arm because I don't know if any of you guys know this, but I used to live in Japan. Never and heard. I'm pretty obsessed with Japanese culture. And so I got a cherry blossom and it has a, um, a petal for each one of my girls. And then Bart Lace's other daughter, who's really like my daughter too. So that's awesome. That's the only two that I have, but I definitely want another one. What do you want? I don't know. That's the thing I've been debating for years because. Ooh, what are you debating well, over? Oh wait, um, are we? You know, we'll get to this later. Wait, what are you debating over? Well, I have to be very careful where I get it. Like I have to wear long sleeves to work every day because of this one, because Thanks. no visible tattoos. Yep. So I have to wear long sleeves all year long. So 
um, where to get it and like what exactly, like, I think I want, I don't know. I want something simple, but every time I pick out something that I want, like a month goes by and I go, Oh, wait, I get distracted and I see 10 other things that I want. Pam, if I come up with a cool tattoo idea, that's very simple. Cause I know you're not going to be like, you don't want an intricate needle going through and throughout your arm. Would you get it if you liked it? If I was Absolutely, I would. Whoa, breaking I'd news. I'd be so honored designing. if you made me, if you drew me a tattoo. Oh, that'd be amazing. I'm doing it. Okay. I'll get okay. it. You should. <laughs> you absolutely should. And you should do it like on camera in your oh, kitchen. Absolutely. Oh, not even better than in my kitchen. Pam, whenever you come back to Texas, we'll do it at my tattoo artist because I have a tie-in story to uh, Beep's mention. Oh, wait, hold oh, on. We have hold an on. Did you not want to stand on your chair and show us the back of your leg? Okay. Okay. What I, what I love okay. here. You know what? Is, I'm just going to put this in the chat yeah. because the, the light the is kind of. Yeah. What, what I was hoping for was like, and I don't remember what Asian nationality you said it was because I was more focused on the three books, two tattoos. I was hoping whatever you showed Pam living in Japan would be like, no, that means <laughs> it's like come up with something else. That's the number seven with no tomatoes. Yeah. Oh, it's a, it's a fast food combo. Like, yeah. Can you replace the Coke with a slushy? So the uh, uh, the the first one is uh, is Gekido, and then the second one is Fukushu. Um, Gekido damn. is Catboy's partner. Shout out to all the parents out there that get that. Joke. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's a shitty joke. Fucking all right. What? But wait. So both words mean repeat again because I want to know if Pam recognizes these. Uh, wrath and vengeance. In what language? Uh, Japanese. Uh, <laughs> so the actual style of writing, uh, the more intricate writing that's kanji. Basically, that that's like us writing in cursive in English, and then okay. there's also hiragana and, and katakana, which is more kind of your basic text i guess it would be like the the people that and i say this knowing on that person there are people that the handwrite in all caps like construction workers were the originators of that and ever since like woodshop and middle school i was like this is such an easy way to write so is that what it is like just handwrite in all caps basically yeah okay cool so we're the dummies and then there's you people that um i would so did we just find out that pam never lived in japan no i absolutely lived in japan <laughs> I'm just, I was just waiting for you to interpret his tattoos. So, all right. So I'm going to design Pam's next tattoo. Uh, everybody ignored my Chawsome. That's Chawsome joke, but don't worry about it. Well, you, it'll make sense whenever you listen back to the podcast. Cat, uh, uh, never mind, Cat. You don't get to talk about tattoos ever again because I don't have you, brought this, you brought up an interesting topic. You, you, don't, just, have any you don't have any tattoos? Cat, no. you don't have a single tattoo? No. Don't want to be trade. No Cat. Oh, ah, doesn't want to be identified. Got you. You want to be what? He doesn't want to be identified. Nothing traceable. If I got, if, if I was walking down the street and like a store had a picture of like my arm or something and plus I don't like needles. I do everything I can to stay away from needles. I told you Kappa was an anti-vaxxer. I took that motherfucker. Jeez, that shit hurt. The fuck? Uh, my wife, my wife gets her second <laughs> tomorrow, and those of y'all thinking she delayed, she was pregnant, so withhold judgment. Although I've already judged her, 
Hey, uh, cut. Or wait, not tomorrow, Wednesday. Cut, cut the part out. Cut the part out where I said it hurts that bad, just so like if somebody uh, listening hasn't got it, and I, I don't want to scare them away. No, it's too late. You're anti. It's too late. It's already. It's already there. We're already recording. I don't think there's anybody listening to us. Yeah. I mean, if they are, they are like you know, like Dan said, sir. What are you doing listening to the show? Uh, Stupak, you got any tats? No, bro, no tattoos. Whoa, uh, upset, and that's not that sounds uh, probably judgmental and demographically profiling, but not at all. I just, I'm not gonna, no, yeah, I'm racist. Puck, your voice screams tattoos, but yes, you're right, that it sounded racist, Pam. I'm not gonna lie, but Puck, your voice just screams like tattoos. So you don't, uh, now, is this like just a personal choice, or you're just not in the needles, or? No, bro. I always wanted like tattoos. Somebody would do my tattoos. I just don't want to get it done by anybody. So that has to uh, That that's a perfect answer. So Pac, it, for those y'all can hear, is saying basically like if he gets one, he wants to make sure it's like legit and perfect, and doesn't want just anybody doing it. And that's where I tie into Billy Gill's take. I am the guy that like got a couple dumb like poor people tattoos in the army, right? Like I had like a sergeant give me a tattoo that I've since like got touched up in color. But like I have a couple dumb tattoos, I have probably more than a couple, uh, that eventually my plan is to get a sleeve. And I'm in no rush to get my sleeve because all I'll ever get done is my arms. I, I'm afraid to get ribs, chest, back, uh, calves, just because I don't think I have the same complexion as beep. There's no way I'm playing off calf tattoos. But I, I, that's all I want. So I'm slowly trying to get my sleeves done. Uh, but to be clear, I'm only doing it to make sure that all the dumb tattoos I have blend in eventually. Yeah, no, but that's a perfect transition pot because you only wanting it to be like a perfect tattoo artist and making sure that it's done right. My entire existence of getting sleeves is hiding stupid tattoos that I've gotten. And so, like, my left arm is actually just, like, a bunch of random ideas that I've come up with that I've drawn and had a couple professional artists do, maybe one or two tops. And then the rest, actually, are just ideas I have that I have my tattoo artists do. The right side, I think I have, again, yeah, two professional tattoos that I got, like, at a shop. And then the rest is, again, my guy that I have done. So my tattoo artist, uh, and I won't give too much away, but... It's he used to own a shop, and now when you go there, it's still a professional like living room, like it's the full seat, it's clean, everything is legit. Uh, you step in, it looks like a tattoo shop, it's just in his house. Um, except that there are times where I'm in the middle of getting a tattoo, and certain products of certain amounts that you don't typically weigh products in unless you're selling them for a certain reason are just being exchanged. Like, I will be in the middle of a tattoo session. And that hold on and you know gun stops clothes come off and none of this is made up um take the gloves off roll up and look where i've grown up you've seen it but you don't see it in the middle of like i'm paying you for this transaction uh however to my tattoo artist credit because he's a professional it's a flat rate so if my hourly rate gets disrupted by let's go back and make sure this pays out right and everything's good it's still the same price so do I have a right to be upset? One, Billy's right. Sleeves are absolutely a reason to cover up uh, dumb tattoos. But I have a question. Do I have a right to be upset if it's a flat rate? So I plan to be there for maybe two hours. I'm there for maybe three, three and a half. Because these, like, 
you don't walk into somewhere and buy something and just walk in and out unless it's like you're buying a small amount and that's not the scenario so do i have a right to be upset as a customer like look i get it you're making money i have a very good deal my tattoos are very very cheap considering the average price and the quality is fine do i have a reason do i have a right to be upset though like hey i mean can i get in and out no i have no right to be upset no all right beef okay you you know the deal walking in there right you have been to this place before so it's it's the the, the caveat on tour is is out the window right the, let, let the buyer beware that's out the window because you're already involved in this transaction multiple times you know the process going forward yes. you know no you have no right to be upset okay two things one would i've had the right to be upset the first time and even if i did should i have just shut the fuck up and walked out and never came back yes if if okay. you, if you're gonna sit here and you complain back, four it. or five, yeah, it's like it's yeah. like buying a car, right? You know okay. the process is gonna take five, six, seven hours. The price is gonna be the price. Now, if the price was based off of the number of hours that you were at the dealership, then yeah, then you would have you know some some reason to be pissed off. Okay, but the fact that you know this going in for I don't know how many tattoos now, Multiple, that's on, yeah. that's on you. Okay, 100% yeah, it's been like four years. Okay, yeah, uh, yeah, it is that's your choice. All right. And, and my friends get upset because they know how good of the deal I get, but the, like, and when they want to get tattoos, I'm like, but the difference is like, I don't want to go with you. And not all my friends, like, you know, you grow up, you don't come to the same area. Like, I don't want to like walk you through that process. I don't want to put you in that situation. And they think that like, I'm trying to hide this good deal from them. And to me, I feel like I'm protecting my friends. Like you don't want to be there when that happens. Right. Like, even if you're not, even if you are from where I'm from, it, I didn't want to be there when it happened, but by that point, I mean, and I'm a cheapskate, so I'm going to keep coming back for the deal and putting myself in that situation. Okay. Um, so anything else on tattoos outside of the fact that the sleeves are absolutely meant, like Billy Gill's right. When I end up with two sleeves, I can promise you it's to hide every dumb tattoo I have. And right now I have like a big, the big pen character on the back of my, one of my arms. So that's how dumb my tattoos get. Capo, you're raising your hand. Did you have something extra? Oh, I was going to say you, uh, you, you, well, yes and no to the last question. I was just going to keep oh, yeah, go for it. But no, you, so you, you're either trusted or they're either stupid. Being four years that, and they're doing the same thing, it's probably not as stupid, but they definitely trust you. So, oh, like, yeah. No, I, yeah. No, no, no. Yeah. I, obviously, like before you do that in front of somebody, like you build that trust. Yeah. I don't think anybody's like, Hey, uh, in the middle of tattoo, by the way, I'm going to move this. And so, yeah, the trust, I wasn't worried if they trusted me. Thank you though, Capo. I'm going to call my tattoo did. artist tomorrow and like build a relationship even deeper with him. Like, dude, thank definitely. you for trusting me. Definitely vetted the pepper. <laughs> Was that racist? Slightly, um, slightly racist. Yeah, slightly. Okay. <laughs> Capo's like, I'm from the East. I don't know what peppers are. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I think we, yeah, I think we've done enough with tattoos. We've beaten that dead horse all the way in. Uh, I don't think we had any other lopics, and we're a little deep in. So thank you, tattoo. Hold up, hold up. Apple. Hold up. Oh, I got. Oh, a, let's do I this. A lopic. I got a lopic. No, nah, I was thinking good of death punishment. So I had a couple in mind. I shared one where they were swimming through the when they were swimming through the cave in the water. I think that would be pretty dope. But there's some other ones they can do real easy. I don't know what the name of them would be, but one of them would be somebody got to eat a bowl of chip. The other one would be somebody got to eat some pig. You know what I mean? And things of this nature that I've got. Was the, 
I'm sorry. Was the first word you said chitlins? Yes. Okay. It sounded like shit. Almost like the quality <laughs> of whatever it is going on. Okay. Bowl of chitlins and bowl of chicken feet. I'm in the oh, pig feet. I'm sorry. Right now. I'm trying to get this food. <laughs> no, you're good. I just want to make sure that I'm not like, one, I was making a joke, but two, I want to make sure we understood you. So first would be a bowl of chitlins. Second would be a bowl of pig feet. What was next? Yeah, I don't know, but we can come up with some more. But yeah, chitlins and pig feet. Okay, I go. I'm gonna go with lengua for uh, another thing because that's cow tongue. If yep. y'all have never had that, so I'll add lengua into that. If and not, it doesn't have to be a bowl of it because that seems like a lot of uh, Dan Lebetard tongue to just be thrown into a bowl. So oh. we'll just we'll just do a taco of le- lengua and let's do this. Let, you know what? Because I feel like. Uh, talk if you're if you're not let me know we're doing like cultural things that most people probably haven't tried on the show and they're in miami cuban so i know they haven't tried lengua they haven't well, tried chitlins and pig feet oh go ahead i haven't tried that shit either so let's not get it misconstrued like i don't fuck with that i mean i don't mess with <laughs> another one you never I was tried pig feet at all no pig feet no chitlins means I haven't eaten, so that's okay it. i've had pig feet i've had lengua okay but and they can have one where Ron McGill brings something in for them to eat, like a bug or something they got to eat. Cicadas. All right. Um, I mean, yeah, the, the bug thing seems a little bit iffy, depending on what the bug is. But I'm down Peter for Peter would Let's... be up in arms on that one. Who the fuck is Peter? So, Peter All right. So we have chicklins, pig feet, lingua. Can we think of something else? But I feel like if we're saying like something you have to eat, it has to have like a texture to it. It's not just about being culturally in Pac. Thank you for twice making me look racist tonight, by the way. Or maybe I made myself, but I <laughs> I thought the reason you're doing that is like something that doesn't seem Miami or Cuban. This is why I went with lengua, but whatever. Don't worry. I'm, I'm good. The death punishment. And yeah, I don't ever make anybody look racist. It normally just comes out on its own. Oh, shit. <laughs> Thanks, Pac. <laughs> Uh, moment of silence for Flem. All right, so we got chocolates, uh, pig feet, haggis. What's that? So, haggis is a Scottish delicacy, it is basically uh, a sheep's uh, they, they call it a pluck, which is basically their heart, their liver, lungs, basically all of their organs okay, got minced it. up with like onions, oatmeal, spices, and then they actually case it in the sheep's stomach. Yeah, and no. that's how it's served. That's fucking disgusting. I, so, I, yeah. Scottish? Yeah. All right. Uh, have you had this? Once. One time. Where um, at? It was uh, my uncle's wedding. They, uh, He's very into... Scottish history and Irish history, and uh, he does a lot of the. Um, I feel like your um, uncle may just be in the guts. Zero <laughs> murder. <laughs> no, he, he he does a lot of the uh, the Society for Creative Actinism, the uh, like the the sword fight and stuff like that. So he's very like medieval um, cosplay stuff, right? And at his wedding, he actually served. Uh, yeah, haggis. is it cosplay when you start serving animal guts? Like at that point, you're just. It's not cosplay, right? It's cos, and maybe I misunderstand. Cosplay is like faking the funk, right? Like cosplay is us pretending to be the show, like a Renaissance fair, yeah. Yeah. So, um, did you ever see that that movie? Um, 
uh, it had Sean William Scott and Paul Rudd, where they had to be like big brothers to uh, Chris Verman's Place. Um, Silence of the Lambs? No. What? <laughs> Capo, I'm sorry, fucker. Capo. No. What? No, no, no. Um, did Ca- hold on. Did Capo hear something about like seat guts earlier and just go with Silence of the Lambs? Yeah, that, that's exactly what he was going for. Yeah, Let that, me find it here. All right. You look for that. Uh, Pam. What what would your yes. grid of death punishment be for oh. something to eat? And I ate, while you think about this, I ate at Fear Factor Live in Orlando where I was actually on TV. Um, some sort of insect or like a spider, those non-poisonous, obviously, in a blender with like spoiled milk and like uh, oh. a scorpion. I think there's a scorpion in there also. There's like a couple things like blended in like live into a blender that weren't poisonous and then i ate those so i've eaten some disgusting stuff one time but uh what would yours be um the things that gross me out that you see a lot of in the supermarkets around here would be like tripe um what is tripe for those of us that are ignorant i don't know what tripe is it's gelatinous looking like they mold it into like the shape of square lunch meat, but it's like gelatinous pig innards, like not cooked. Um, it's really, really gross. It looks like it's gelatinized guts is Got what it. it is. Are these things that things that people, and this is surely my ignorance, um, are these things that people just eat naturally or are they used to like almost flavor something else? Like you put them in a boiling pot with a bunch of stuff and then you're cooking some main dish. And I don't know this. I'm asking. I would think that you would put that, you would almost use it like you would use bacon grease, like in green beans and stuff. But like scrapple is another thing here that's so big. And people that's a board like- game. Yeah. <laughs> people like fry it and oh well, you just haven't had my grandma's scrapple or you just haven't no i'm not going to either like no i have a hard enough time eating anything that comes from an animal as it is if i let my brain go there so i'm certainly not eating like their butthole i'm just not well and, and a lot a, of these dishes can you eat a butthole yes you can eat the yeah. whole butt well, the, you can eat the whole butt, but can you eat the butt whole? Well, you use a deer. Um, if you kill a deer, you take the butthole and they make a ring out of it for you. Or they do around here anyway. They take the anus and they cut it and dry the it. The tube that makes the whole of the butt. Yeah, and they make a ring and like people wear them all the time and like, oh, that's the deer I killed two okay. years ago. So you can wear, a, oh, so it's like a ring pop. You yeah, can wear uh, it and just eat it. Like, it's so it like, fucking weird. Nobody got the. It took forever. I just got faces so, staring back at me, like, why is it? I like was, a I was letting the joke sit, and and I was also thinking back to the, our conversation before all this. This is your ring now. <laughs> You're right. This yeah, is your ring. How now. about that? I for those of y'all that don't know, I lost my <laughs> wedding ring a month ago, uh, somewhere in my house, and not like in a normal fashion. I cannot find my wedding ring, so I have to replace it eventually. Uh, it's not expensive, I assure you. Like, yeah, we were we were both very poor when we got married. Not a lot has changed. 
but all right, all right so, so I, real quick, I, so real, real quick here. So I think all of these dishes, like the the chitlins and the pig's feet and the and the haggis and the tripe, and I think this is kind of goes back to utilizing the entire animal um, instead of letting anything go to waste. So yeah, and like to just put a little bow tie on this, like we can all agree, our favorite dish is Mark. Oh yeah, or or Brock. I'll take Mark with a side of Brock. Oh shit! I'll take Brock. I'll take Brock. I don't even need a side of Brock. Okay, okay. you're right. <laughs> uh, Pac, was there anything non-food related about the Great Death that you wanted to like suggest before I move on to us making fun of Beep? And Pac, you're going to be able to come up with something while we make fun of Beep that's going to be incredible. But did you have anything non-food related you want the Great Death to do? Oh, you say something to me, bro. My bad. My son's so good. No, you're good. Uh, I, I was saying, was there anything non-food related with the Grid of Death that you wanted them to try out before we move on to making fun of Beep? Because if you don't know, Beep, we're going to do a thing about football and his lack of knowledge there. No, but I also had a video recording. I was asleep on this road trip, man. Well, my brother had got shot in the face. We got to go see him. But I'm asleep on this road trip. One of my homeboys woke me up and a conversation. So I started recording the conversation. This conversation went something like, he say. They keep all that when they talk about some animal. He said they keep the heart, the liver, the blood, the gut, the balls, the something. They don't keep the uterus. So my homeboy had turned to my other homeboy and was like, hey, dog, you saying all that to say what? He said, I think balls taste better. So I just cracked up <laughs> laughing, bro. Like, I'm dying laughing in the backseat. I'm on Mike Ryan to make this a song, bro. When he wanted to be like, he said all this to one. Say what? I think balls taste better. So one great way to end that was a good joke, but you don't get to brush by it. My brother got shot in the face. Do you not want to talk about that? Like really quickly, I don't need. I mean, no, what are you talking about? He got shot in the face. Is he okay? He's a lot. <laughs> Do like, that seems like an important thing. Was it was a vice president involved here? No, no, no. No, he just got shot in the face. Uh, okay. Well, hopefully. Where he was at. Yeah, he, he's doing better now. Right, he, was, right. he was shot, most definitely. It shout was... out to my brother, dog. I love you, bro. Hey, shout out to Pop's brother, man. Uh, hopefully. Oh, it sounds like you're already doing better, but hopefully you continue to get better. And uh, hopefully whoever did it gets whatever it is. All right, moving on. So. We're moving on to another segment. And, Pac, I wasn't trying to brush past your brother. I just didn't want to be too, you know what I'm saying? Hopefully they get what they get. Beat doesn't know football. And, uh, Beat, let us all know, when's the last time you saw a full uh, any part of a football game, actually? I mean, I've, I've seen, you know, the highlights and bits and pieces here, but I've never – I haven't seen a football game, an NFL football game, since 2017. This includes playoffs, Super Bowl – anything all right so before we get to a segment where that's called bleep don't know beep or holy fuck just leave that in there <laughs> before we get to the segment of beep don't know bleep da-na-na. let's let's rule out a few things that make sure we're at we're playing the game right do you know anything outside of football that isn't spoken about on the damn retard show with stu guys uh i mean i mean Every now and then, I'm sure, like, would you say that you're hearing detailed stuff about football? No, and if I'm being completely honest, when they do start talking about football, I kind of just hit thirty a little bit. No, you don't. Seriously, yeah, I do. I, I, wow. I couldn't give a shit about football. Okay, I'm gonna throw a tester out here just to kind of see where we are with 
how far beep is into like the fast forward and you may get this right this is gonna be one of those like dan's brother things where the first question and after that if, if you all can start preparing and i'm sure we're all prepared so what team does josh allen play for um can i get a hint uh you can he is a quarterback in the northeast uh the jets okay so this is and to be clear beep because you were looking at those on video this is not a joke beep was like genuinely upset that like he thought he's he's heard the name he's heard the name enough on the show to skip through it for 30 seconds and guess the jets um the answer is absolutely not Josh okay. Allen plays for the Buffalo Bills, and that's fine. Like the the whole point of this is to make you look bad. So yeah. please feel comfortable I'm, with this. I'm okay, I, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna Ooh. let this sink in. All right. Yes, we're we're, um, we're good. Wow. Okay. Um, I feel bad for trying to make this game more complicated than I did with looking into like specific things that I thought weren't obvious. So, um, everybody, look at me. Raise your hand if you have a question. So what I'm gonna do, and literally go through it as you can. Capo has one already. Good. Cap, go. So um, I can piggyback off of Flem and ask you who does somebody play for, or I could give you, or I could ask you who I should start in my fantasy league. Which one would you guys prefer? Nobody, no, 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 no. With the, Is that this whole point? point? Well, I mean, we, we can go fantasy. So I, no, I am not, in, the, I think... so I'm in fantasy leagues, but I do auto draft and then I don't touch the lineups at all. Like I don't even log in for the draft or anything. So I'm in like three or four right. fantasy leagues but I haven't signed well, okay. into the app. But, so but I, like, all right, I, I need to intervene as like a, a moderator here. And I agree that we could do both, but it's only funny in fantasy if like you're looking for somebody who kind of knows football but doesn't know football. The reason that we're doing this is like he doesn't know football like at all, and we just got that. Let's not ask for fantasy advice. Let's like truly ask him genuine questions of who somebody plays for, who did the best between – these two people like i want questions that would any common football fan would be like this is not a real question and that that's kind of what i'm looking for and i know this may sound like i'm being an asshole producer on the fly but fantasy questions i feel like would devalue this bit i gotta wait wait who scores more touchdowns marcus rashford or jack graylish well I, I know Jack Grealish. He plays for Man, Man City. Well, I, I, I know that one. So sports. Oh my god! All right. So Capo was how how can somebody who's this bad at knowing football be better at <laughs> just doing anything generally than Cap? Cap, you're playing the game wrong. So you know what you get to do. You, I'm going to mute you, and I want you to go find like two football players so we can play the game right. And not ask somebody who loves soccer and baseball and every other sport but football about people that do not play football. And Man yeah. City is my team. So oh I mean, my god, Cap, I, I, I got one. You. I got one. I got and my frustration. And Paco, about to go to you, Cap. I I do mean this. I love you, and the frustration I have with you right now is beyond belief. I don't know how you decided, Cap. Uh, never mind. Just mute, Cap. Pot, go ahead. Oh, I muted myself. My bad. Who has the most points all time in the NFL? Um, Jerry Rice. Correct. <laughs> okay, I hate both of you now. Don't worry about it. We're just that was actually that was a, it was a good question though. But I yeah, guess I let me mean, let me talk more about more let me let me more. bring let me bring up and uh, 
yeah this video here so anybody who watches this just know that i apologize the point here is that from 2008 after beep has not seen football he has watched every other sport and has publicly loved every other sport after my question, we've been followed up with Cat mentioning soccer players <laughs> and Puck asking the best wide receiver in the history of football that retired well before 2018. So let's talk about this weekend specifically. For instance, let's do this. Who had the better rookie performance this year? Okay. Actually, we don't do rookie. Let's do third year, second year, second year performance. Between Justin Fields and Tua Tagaloa. So Justin Fields playing for, you can guess the team, versus Tua. Who had the best second year performance? Um, I, I honestly have no idea. Uh, if do you know I had who Tua a, if, plays for? Uh, the Dolphins. I, I do okay. know that. Um, do you know who Justin Fields plays for? No, not a clue. Okay. Uh, do you know what position Justin Fields is? Wide receiver. Okay, Bill Polian. Do you know? <laughs> he's, he's Did not, you know that is, Justin Fields is a rookie quarterback, not no. in his second year that played for Chicago? Okay, nope. that these are the things we're doing here. This is how like obviously bad he knows recent football. So Pam, do you have a question here, or do I need to go back to Capo so he can ask about two baseball players and who threw more <laughs> passes? <laughs> you can let Capo ask. Capo, please. All right, big question. PPR, non-PPR, right. or whatever the hell this half PPR is. Shit, right. fucking hate y'all. Never mind. Never mind. This, how, how is this possible that three weeks ago I say we're gonna do this segment, we're gonna do this bit, and Beep has proved that this bit would be funny. And Pam, this isn't about you because not having a question is three times better than what I have gotten from I didn't want to get in trouble. <laughs> you would never i i mean look beep can i ask you something yes. being on the other end of this and being supposed to be the funny part do you feel my frustration right now i mean i i can see it in your face uh I okay mean, do you I, feel the fr listening to the questions though do you understand why it is that capo doesn't understand how to play any game we're playing i mean that, that's, that's par for the course for capo i mean he came in not knowing how to play a simple game Exactly. Sagaki, yeah. prop comic. That's exactly what I was gonna say. It's on par for exactly what I do. Okay, I'm off I'm off course, so that means I'm on course. It's good it's good ten, as uh, Chris Cody says. I don't think I've ever heard Chris Cody say that. Um, I wouldn't say ten. <laughs> like I'm genuinely confused now. Pac, I know I know you now get the game because there's no way that uh anybody could do what Capo just did twice. Pac, do you have a question for Beep? Just give me, give me, give me I, one more. I will time. not. I won't give you a try ever again. I will announce your retirement on Lower <laughs> After Hours at the end of this podcast. Mm. Puck, please help me here. I'm drowning, literally. <laughs> All right, this is how it happens. Uh, is this where I say like I'll never let go? My bad, bro. I'm over here uh, getting this food together for my son. Real quick. <laughs> All right, you're good, bro. You're good. Oh, now I can't be mad at you. If, if it wasn't for a kid, I would have been mad. Like, if you were just getting dinner ready for yourself, I could have been mad. All right. What's a football question for a beat? Oh, never mind. You were just unmuting to let me know why you were talking to me. Uh, oh, hold on. I got you. I got you. Hey, who's the last team to win to three-peat in the Super Bowl? Uh, 
I'm wow. pretty I'm pretty sure that's the the Patriots. I'm pretty sure. And this is, you know, what is this, 15, 16 years ago? I think that's the answer. Negative. Nobody's ever three-peated in the Super Bowl. Yeah, it's only right. a couple back-to-backs. Uh, thank you, Puck. Uh, I actually was confused, too. For some reason, I almost guessed a different team. Uh, well, three-peated by winning, yeah. All right. Uh, Pam, do you have anything, or are you so scared because of how much of an asshole I've been to everybody else? Because I won't be there. No, I'm just you. scared. Well, plus I can't really think of anything. Um, can I think of anything? Oh, I can think of a. It's a. I don't know if it's even a good question or not, but I'll give it a shot. Shoot. Trust me. After I'll edit to be it's, after. It's got to be better than Cap. Amazing. <laughs> Beep. Who does Mike Tomlin coach for? Flash. Okay, so he his. Either he's retired, or is he? Is he's still with his Steelers? Ooh, good. Ooh. Or or retired? One of the two. No, you're the fact that you said that, retired still yeah. makes that a good question. But he is still with the Steelers. Okay. Uh, Mike Tomlin, make it a break it year. No, they won't get no, rid I of don't. it. I know that it was a it was a Bill uh, whatever his name is, the guy from New England. <laughs> All right, this is um, an unfortunate way for this podcast to end. Although I think it ends up being funnier this way, even though I'm apologize, I'm the asshole as much as I love to not be. Um, I think we should let- give Cap one more chance, just one. Okay, you know what? You're right, Cap. Please, one more good question for Beep. Good question. Okay, that, that is Beep thinking about. That's not him thinking of a good question. <laughs> I want to be very clear. That's not Beep trying to find a good question. That's Beep wondering what a good question means. That is all that was. <laughs> Him hearing the term good question. Like, what does this mean? So what we're going to do is we're going to sign this off with being representatives. Uh, Beep, I want you to tell us if you know who coaches the team that is on the T-shirt of Pam and myself. The one, the only, national champions, Bishop Sycamore. Who is our head coach? Well, first of all, it's Capo, and you said beep twice, so that's a ten dollars fine. Um, you can put it to half. Nobody of was talking behind. to you, Cap. <laughs> How? How? <laughs> I'm sorry, I was fixing your mistake. Does Capo think he just correct? Did me? Bye, everybody. This was a fun loud after hours. We're gonna end it now, and I'm gonna fire Capo, and you'll never hear from him again. Thanks for listening to this episode of Lauer After Hours. You can always reach us on Twitter at Lauer After Hours or Instagram at Lauer After Hours. We're available wherever you get podcasts, so don't forget to download, subscribe, review, and rate five stars.